0: Hey Geekscapists, we've got a Geekscape special for Captain America Civil War and you know how these things go. We did one for Batman vs. Superman, we did one for Daredevil Season 2, and we've got one here for Captain America Civil War with Ian Kerner. If you're uh, finding this on, maybe you're finding this on iTunes or you're finding this on SoundCloud and this is your first Geekscape, this is a special. So uh, if you want non-spoilers, listen to the weekly show. But in these specials, we get into the spoilers, and there are a ton of them here for Captain America Civil War. So you've been warned. I don't invite Ian on the show if we're not going to get into the nitty gritty of what this movie is. Um, We went and saw it together. I'm pretty sure we uh, know what each other think of the movie. And um, yeah, I'm just going to start it off. So they made a movie, Captain America Civil War. It has almost all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, characters in it. Barring TV and Netflix, and that's it. Uh, I don't know what how how to introduce a movie of this size and scope. Um, Obviously, uh, we were looking forward to it. I'll actually uh, rephrase that. Um, A party was actually ambivalent to the movie. Like, yeah, yeah, because like Batman vs Superman, I was really excited. Right? I was like, dude. Finally, they get they do this, and obviously, I had this trepidation. You had this completely flipped around. Yeah, well, I had those trepidations trepidations where I was like, okay, some of the things I'm seeing from the marketing campaign and the trailer are starting to give me pause. But with Captain America: Civil War, I'm one of those people who did really I did enjoy Winter Soldier, but I have started to, I started to feel a little bit of the fatigue. Well, you've been uh, really ambivalent then,
1: about the Marvel movies in general. I mean, you, you, Yeah, Ant-Man,
0: uh, Ant-Man was the highlight. As an idea, you say yeah. you like
1: them, but you yeah. usually end up being really critical of them.
0: Yeah, and so like Guardians, I thought was the highlight. I thought Ant-Man was the highlight. When it comes to the Avengers movies, I'm, I, I always feel like they're, they're, they're borrowing from the same uh, well that, they, that Iron Man established, which it was fresh then, and it started to feel less fresh as you keep over-dipping the Oreo cookie. Um, and this one I was like, okay, uh, Winter Soldier was really impressive, um, I had my criticisms, I'm definitely gonna have to see this because it's got every character I love in it, we'll see what they do, and I found myself as I was watching the movie, every five minutes turning to my wife and saying, this is really, really good, and this is still really, and this movie is awesome, and then when the credits rolled, I... Firmly believe this may be the. I firmly believe this is the best Marvel movie yet. I liked it better than the Avengers movies. I liked it better than my two previous favorites, which are Guardians and Ant Man. This movie did so many various things. It did. It does a lot of things, and it does them all very, very well.
1: You know. You know I love the Marvel movies. I mean I have the, the movies I have the biggest issues with were Iron Man two and three. We've discussed them before. Yeah. Um, Thor two. I love Thor two. Yeah. Um, I, and, I wish Malekis uh, hadn't uh, gone
0: uh, out like a biatch. Yeah, but
1: it's still yeah. the it movie's yeah. great. It's fun. Um, yeah, it's much better than the first one. Uh, you, the you, first you, one you, I like. You, you
0: think it's better than the first one? I, I do. Did, I, I do. didn't know that opinion.
1: Yeah, I do. Um, the first Thor is good, but it just drags a bit when he doesn't have his abilities. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's it's kind of still a fun. It's a cute movie, but it just drags a little. Right. Um, I mean, it's to me, it's still like a B B+. But um, I mean, most of the Marvel movies—they have their flaws, but they're just a lot of fun, and they have a lot of heart for the most part. Yeah, Um, I think you and I agreed on that one for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, It occurs to me listening to what you were saying, and you know, up until now, I thought The Winter Soldier was just such a great all-around movie. And then we get to this movie, and you know, you got to give the Russo brothers a lot of credit. Yeah, they really know what they're doing. You know, and it's that right blend of action. You know, general drama, comedy, you know, um, they, they hit all of the beats. And I think that across the board, the problem with the Marvel movies always boils down to the villain. Mm-hmm. There's always a problem. I mean, in Iron Man, right away, you know, it's, you know,
0: Iron Monger? Yeah.
1: Who cares? And it's, okay, he's fighting another person. But you get it. You've seen this in other movies before, mm-hmm. but fine, you get it. Then you know, Incredible Hulk. It's the abomination again. It's just it's it's the the dark side of the same character, right? right? Um, Iron Man two is like doing the same thing, but they up the stakes by making more of them. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, Mickey Rourke. It's like you know, it's like it's just, just chewing scenery. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've got, we've gone on and on about in the past about you know what's wrong with that movie There's so I've much. Watched wrong with the that o- movie. I
0: watched the opening the other day, and I, and I, I kind of enjoy aspects of it and Sam Rockwell's character I, 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 no, I, I enjoy th- there's great it. Yeah. moments
1: in that movie which yeah. is probably what pisses me off the most about that movie because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot that's good there's a lot that's great yeah. and then there's things that are just ruined but overall I don't hate that movie right. I mean I enjoyed it but I had a lot of problems with it Iron Man 3 is pretty much a waste of time though what's interesting <laughs> about, about this movie is and you know and I had issues with Age of Ultron you know sure. I was disappointed because I actually loved Avengers I know you had issues with that but this movie, in one fell swoop with a little bit of exposition, actually redeems is probably too strong a word, but it it firmly fit both uh, Iron Man 3 and Avengers 2 into the canon yeah. of, of the evolution of these movies in such a way that they're like,
0: okay, fine. And the evolution of Tony on the yeah. ex- specifically. Well, and it was like, okay, his relationship with Pepper. It, there was, that's what I'm saying about this, there's so much going on that the Russo brothers have to balance that. Every character has the, a full arc in this movie. And it's, that was so impressive to me. Because so impressive. Because the biggest thing going in, you can always be cynical and be like, well, there's too many characters. Right. They're, they're not going to be able to uh, balance them all or justify them all. And they did. Yeah, absolutely. And they did it really, really well. And they did it in a way that I thought, for me, hurt Avengers 1 in, in that there was a lot of talking on the helicarrier. Yeah. And it wasn't always towards goal. I okay. was like, okay, like, the propulsion of this movie, of, its na- of the narrative, is hurting because they're talking, but it's not always again, like, towards the goal. Right. In this movie, you were talking about that registration act, the, these, these accords, and whether or not you're going to sign. And obviously you have Cap and Tony, and they did a great job of not making either of them unreasonable. And they're all pretty justifiable opinions. And then there's, like Sam in the vision and you start to see these shades in between them and you start to see these characters as shaped really uniquely and it was done in a really economic way. They only said a few lines each Mm -hmm. but they were so clearly defined that putting them against each other as this movie builds towards, uh, you couldn't wait to see it. Um, And it also never felt long even though the running time is just shy of Ultron I think. The movie never felt long. No, you,
1: you, uh, exactly. There's not a moment of audience fatigue watching this movie. And, uh, the, you the don't action want it scenes, to end. The
0: action, uh, the action scenes were, I thought, way better than Winter Soldier. In the Winter Soldier, action scenes were I, awesome. I, 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 I have a
1: lot to say about that, but okay. I, actually, I'd, I'd like to take a more macro view first. You do. You do it. Know, when, when this movie was announced, and give a little background, You know, I mean, I'm sure a lot of viewers will know this, uh, excuse me, listeners, but um, this is based on a comic story. Yeah. Uh, and my initial reaction to that was, oh, you know, doing Civil War, is it earned yet? Have the Marvel movies been coming out long enough? Have we seen enough of this to be doing Civil War already? Mm -hmm. Um, And the answer to that, what they did in this movie that I think is really great is, you know, so Civil War in the comics is about Superhuman Registration Act, which is how you refer to it. But the reality of, of this movie is, you know, okay... The Marvel Cinematic Universe, you don't really have a lot of, you know, masked vigilantes running around. Mm-hmm. They throw the word out there, you know, and it's great, you know, doing lip service to the word. And you ultimately
0: but get one. We, we, we do, we do. Yeah. And,
1: and when we talk about the TV stuff, you have one in Daredevil. Sure. Though the reality is, and the Rooster Brothers said this, they started making this movie, Daredevil Season 1 hadn't even come out yet. right? So, I mean, the, the, the reality of that, it's not really necessarily there yet. or They're, people hard, are to wherever you. They're
0: hard to sync up for, to yeah, get those ve- characters integrated, yeah.
1: Um, but, you know, when I heard about this movie, you know, in much the same way, um, Winter Soldier informed a lot in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I was really excited going into this, oh, I just figured, all right, this is going to be so much about the registration act, it'll be in place, we'll see so They play it out in S.H.I.E.L.D., Obviously, we haven't seen the Shield episode yet. It hasn't come, you know, mm-hmm. hasn't aired yet. But I'm actually not expecting that much of it because what they did that was clever is it isn't really and truly the the Registration Act, the Superhuman Registration Act that you got in the comic books. You know, it's really truly. About the Avengers and the Avengers just signing on to these accords to be controlled. It's just about them. Yeah. It's not really about anything else.
0: But it's also but, about the Fallout from Winter Soldier. No, it's totally that. It's about the like, Fallout from all of the movies. But you know how people are like, well, this is more of an Avengers movie. No, I think this is very firmly a Captain America movie. Yeah. But no,
1: it's a Fallout from the first Avengers, mm-hmm. from the second Avengers, from, the
0: second Avengers, yeah.
1: from Winter Soldier. And this movie. I mean, and, and when you look at these things, you get that this is the kind of thing that would absolutely happen. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, and as much as I don't like this aspect, again, in reference to Iron Man 3, playing upon the soul-searching thing that Tony's going through was very much what that movie was about. As much as I thought it was a waste of time, Well <laughs> um, yeah. I did, yeah. prior to this movie, I felt Iron Man 3 was a waste of time. Now, in the context of this movie and talking about Pepper and all that, yeah. and, in just a couple of lines of exposition, they've now justified the existence of that movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it fully informs him and the stuff he's been going through and you know, how that affects his character moving forward and his relationship with Pepper and all that. So, you know, because in, in, in Avengers 2, when you watch that movie, it was like Iron Man 3 didn't even happen. Right. You know, there's zero reference to what Pepper's doing, what they've gone through, even the fact they destroyed all the armors, right. all of that stuff. You know, it's just not even acknowledged. It's just like, oh yeah, I my girlfriend's hotter than New Earth Floor, You know, right.
0: that's it. Yeah. So there were parts in the two Avengers movies where I thought that they chose glib over character, and I, and, and I was like, come on, right? Let, let's and, and, not and this, make those choices. This
1: movie brings the character, you know aspect into it and you know interestingly the critics loved Iron Man 3 because it's really it's only about character you know
0: right
1: and, and to, in the, the and to the exclusion of, of the rest of yeah, it the, you the, know where, the, where you, the, yeah. the
0: plot has a lot of head scratching
1: well it's, it's literally just you know Shane Black and Robert Downey going well let's get this semi-autobiographical soul-searching movie in the yeah. context of my big superhero franchise mm-hmm. you know and it's, so it's just like you know and, and in the meantime let's also kick the fanboys in the balls and, and pretend the Mandarin's bullshit and, you know?
0: and Demon in the Bottle doesn't, isn't about anything. Yeah. I think if you want to do but, it... But but, yeah. but it's barely Demon in the Bottle. I know. And, yeah. And, and, which is the saddest thing about it. because right. the, the movie starts with everyone has their demons right. as the voiceover, and you're like, oh, cool. They're going to sack up, and they're going to do this, and it's going to be yeah. very intense and, as you and said, internal, and it was intense it, and internal in a different
1: direction. Right. Because they touched upon Demon in the Bottle in Iron Man 2. It's like, okay, you know, we, we did enough. a little nod. Good enough. No. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. cause here they do go very heavy into Tony and they go very heavy into each of these. I think a lot of these characters, I thought the stuff, I don't even know where to start. They're, they're, I mean, that's. The, I think the problem with having this many characters isn't so much about the movie, it's about how the hell do you start talking about this movie? Because I immediately want to start talking about, well, uh, well, let me about say this. the Wakandan stuff and okay, the father-son okay. okay. stuff. So, so, so let me
1: say this, I'm going to get the bad
0: out of the way. Well, uh, Well, yeah, but... For me, like, walking out of the theater, it's so much about inheritance, this movie. Yes. And about, like, mothers and uh, fathers and sons. Absolutely. And, this, and, and, I thought, and I think that's amazing. Yeah. Even down to Zemo's motivation. Yes. And I gotta love, I love Daniel Brühl, and Zemo is easily my favorite Captain America villain. Uh, he's th- awesome. Th- it. Th- that's my negative, actually. Okay, let's go for it. Okay,
1: so, so as, 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 as we said a few minutes ago, you know, the biggest flaw in the Marvel movies are the villains. Right. Um, Loki's great. So again, I mean, sure. you know, and Loki and Thor.
0: I wanted Malekith to step up a little more in Iron Man, in Thor 2. Yeah, but yeah.
1: but again, you have Loki. So yeah. you know, there it is. You know, same thing in Avengers. I mean, you know, Loki's always great, um, but in the Iron Man movies, villain's always a little bit, you know, iffy. I like Ronan. Um, I like Ronan. I like. And
0: I like Yellow Jacket.
1: I So, as I was saying to you before we started, I just watched Ant-Man again. I loved it the first time. I loved it the yeah. second time. Criticism is, once again, <laughs> it's, it, it, Man, it, yeah. it, it's the dark version sure. of the villain, but it played great. Yeah, I think Curry Stollett was Stoll absolutely is great. great. Yeah, it was absolutely great. So Curry I mean, so,
0: Stollett kills that guy, shrinks him and steps on him. So, in this whatever. movie,
1: and this is, again, preface: I love this movie so much. This is such a tiny quibble, but Zemo's not Zemo.
0: Zemo is not purple-faced, mush-mouthed Zemo. No, he's not. But
1: Wait, back up. Let's explain this. Yeah. In the comic books, originally, Baron Zemo is a Captain America villain from the 40s yes. who's a Nazi. Yes. Okay. He's actually the reason in the comics that he, Steve, he made a bomb, they go to Steve New York. Steve in the ice. Pretty much, you know, yeah, right. Steve lands in the ice and Bucky seemingly dies.
0: But they give that to okay? the Red Skull, and we know that that's been reattributed to the Red
1: Skull. And that's fine. And then, again, in the comics... They move forward, and Zemo's son comes around and sure. takes over. So you have your father and son theme, so going into the movie, we knew Zemo was going to be in it. Kind of excited for that.
0: And Zemo is doing this, we learn later, for his family. Yeah, but
1: Sokovia, he's just, I mean, what is he? Is a Sokovia black ops guy?
0: But here's the thing. Here's why he's a great villain in this movie. He wins. Oh, uh, but, 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 <laughs> like, he is a great villain because... It doesn't make him a great villain. That
1: means that the, sto- the story is tight. It's giving credit to the story, but... Actually, you know what? No, excuse he me. He did excuse it. Me. Excuse me, excuse me. Let me take that back. He's the person who did this. Let, let me take it back. The, the story is fine. Making him Zemo bothered me. He didn't need to be Zemo. He's not Zemo. Well, he's
0: after Cap. Okay, and he manipulates Bucky, and he, the entire time he's searching for information to okay. manipulate Bucky, granted, granted, to use as a weapon, not just against right. Cap, but against Tony and against each other. Okay, um, if Zemo is nothing but a brilliant strategist in the comics, I would say, yeah, this is Zemo, and v- Zemo is a is a master manipulator. I'll give you that. This is I mean, Zemo. A thunderbolt to it. R- okay, r- no more. Um, I'm sorry. Just to oh, so clear, clear my yeah. but that's fine. But I think this is very much Zemo because he's a master manipulator and a okay. strategist in this. And that was like, wow, he did everything but pull that damn purple mask over his yeah. face. And I, I, Katrina, I do, I do love like,
1: the line at the end about, oh, you know, you lost. He's like, did I? He didn't lose. No, he didn't lose. Yeah, he, 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 did, he, he did what he said. The do.
0: Avengers are completely asunder, and only yeah. the threat of Thanos can yeah. bring them back together. Dude,
1: you know, I think. dude the term is disassembled. Come disassembled, on, got it?
0: <laughs> yeah, got it. Yeah, the Avengers are disassembled, and only I think the threat of Thanos can bring them together, right? Well, actually, is, it was, that the, it, is that the narrative? I, I, fe- I felt
1: it was, but I am left very much wondering: um, Do we get them in Black Panther? Because that's before that.
0: Well, do we get them in Spider-Man: Homecoming? <laughs> we definitely no, get Tony. We get Tony. Yeah, I know.
1: <clears throat> and uh, I'm fairly certain that we don't get the rest, and right. that's fine, and we shouldn't. Um, all right. So, okay, I, I see a point. Yeah. You make I loved you make it. good points. That was my <laughs> yes. initial reaction about Zemo, but but you make good points. I, I like it. Um, I need to see it a second time,
0: buddy. We all need to see it a <laughs> yeah, second time. Yeah. This movie was such a surprising, and it, and it sucks that I, that I've gotten to the point where these, this stuff is surprising to me when it's really, really good. But Marvel has kept itself at such a high level for so long that you keep expecting them to fall. Well, yeah. I think we. I think collectively we we sit there and go, how like are they going to be able to pull the hat trick again? Uh, I, I stopped thinking that. Between
1: Guardians and Ant Man, I'm now going, like, wow. It's they can just do so good. Bring yeah. on Four Bushman. This one I knew was going to be great.
0: Um, and the
1: fact that this one narratively is so perfectly both a sequel to Winter Soldier and to Avengers 2, and again,
0: Iron Man 3. Uh,
1: and Iron Man 3, and, and upping the level because Avengers 2 was a disappointment. Yeah. You know? and, and Winter Soldier was so high that we we're literally going, like, how can it possibly be that good?
0: And it is. And it's a prequel to several other movies. Yes. Uh, the next Avengers phase and Spider-Man no, Homecoming. No, it completely sets up Black Panther. And It completely Black Widow. sets up...
1: What are, we, are they doing a Black Widow movie?
0: Well, you shared that Kevin Feige interview. Yeah. And, it, and, and in it, Feige's saying, well, obviously that's worth contemplation because she's a character that we're all very excited about. Right. And, I and think, now they've left the, her in that in-between that in place, which yeah. is actually the perfect place for Black Widow. I think that climate is, uh, is, is right for it. But obviously we set up Black Panther. We see that in the post-credit. And we set up Spider-Man. We all knew that was coming. Um, I think this movie, did, again, I'm just going to go back to that. It does so many things. It yeah. is such, it, I think that this is the most dynamic Marvel movie. By the way, a lot of people feel, feel so that they want to see well. a new Avengers movie
1: that just Cap Squad going off, having nothing to do with Infinity War and doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. um, That's why I wonder if, we, if we're going to get some of that in Black Panther or not.
0: Yeah, I I think that just like Thor is running around cavorting with a Hulk in you know wherever the, in Ragnarok. Oh god, It's going to be so much fun. I think that we're just seeing these two heavy hitters just smash it up. Um and I also love that they're talking about and, if I lose I thought I thought um what's his name? Uh um help me out here. Uh um William Hurt's character General, General Ross. Ross. When when General Ross is saying Like, do you even know where Thor and Hulk is right now? Like, if I lose a Megaton bomb, I'm responsible for it. And you guys don't even know where these two most powerful things on the planet are. Right. And, yes, you have to be held accountable for that. Um, Again, that's a really economic line. It's a great line. But Cap's point is
1: that they have the right to decide for themselves. And it so clearly
0: puts in perspective in just that back and forth, how you set the entire chessboard. And it was... And, and, and again, like with Black Widow, there's a gradation there. And Vision has his own logic-based reasons for doing these things. Uh, and Sam is sometimes, sometimes thinking about, okay, well, I'm obviously going to follow Steve, but I have my own uh, like reasons for this. Uh, they just did a really great job. And then Wanda on the other hand is, is she part of this because she didn't like the choices being made for her? She looks up and she's a prisoner in the Avengers building and she's like, wait, okay, well, well, the, I could have stayed here, no, yeah, but then That, that, that then great Hawkeye,
1: moment yeah, between Hawkeye
0: and Vision, and it's then like Hawkeye she realizes, like, shows oh, up. Oh, no, i got to get out of here. Yeah, and she's like, but this choice was made for me. Right. <laughs> this entire movie paints these characters in different shades when they could have just been like your team A and your team B, which was the marketing campaign, Yeah, and yeah. it's fine, but in the and movie, it was... Re- I mean, knowing that that was the marketing campaign, I went into this movie and was like, okay, this is going to be too simplistic, and I'm going to be bored. And then seeing that this movie actually took its time and actually like painted them all in different shades. There was a lot to chew on and it was all really entertaining. And the ball was never dropped. And from that first five minutes in Africa, that, that action sequence... Just seeing the painstaking detail in which they choreographed the fights, there wasn't just a flurry of punches. Like, sometimes when I was watching uh, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. I was like, these are some pretty cool fight scenes, but every now and then there's the flurry of punches or the flurry of kicks. And, and that, for me, always feels like treading water in a fight, where it's like, okay, well, the, each punch thrown doesn't really, you know, it's like after a while there's a redundancy to that. The fight scenes, every single one, each punch had an impact each bullet had an impact. Each deflection had an impact, very much so in that first scene. Um, and I thought it was remarkable how creative these fights were. And I thought it was leaps above Winter Soldier. And Winter Soldier was, was obviously the the benchmark at that point. Mm-hmm. This was this was like the raid level stuff. And I think those fight scenes are remarkable. This is this was such a raising of the bar. That my jaw was down. It was like just slack well, yeah. the entire I, 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 I time mean, I was look, watching you, it.
1: You, you never get that viewer fatigue of, okay, it's just a special effects extravaganza and I'm just lulled into complacency. It's just you're really excited. I think some of that, like particularly you know towards the later scenes when you have all the heroes fighting each other, is that you have a stake in every character. It's not like Avengers or Avengers 2 where they're just beating up you know, the, the multitude of minions. Or yeah. This. yeah, no, it yeah. was
0: pretty awesome. And the only... Major flaw I have, is not even that major, is with that scene because I'm invested very much so in the vision, hmm. and the vision shows up, and you think that the game is up because Cap's forces are running for the helicopter and they want to go find out these super soldiers that Zemo now has access to from having access the code, and, and and find out where the where, where the silo is in Siberia that they're hidden. And Cap's got to go stop them because there's going to be a plague of super soldiers if he doesn't. And all of a sudden, the Vision shows up, cuts a line in the sand, and says, I think this is over. And I'm thinking about the Vision's power set and saying, yeah, well, this is over. And then for the most part, when that fight now erupts, Vision is sidelined. Well, that, no, I, And I don't see the justification for sidelining. Well,
1: let me say this. So, the Russo brothers actually discussed the notion of no Thor, no Hulk. Right. It's like, because... If they're around, yeah,
0: it's all over. They either have to fight each other, yeah, because they they touch anybody just, else, Yeah, they, right. they just
1: it's just so completely. But and the totally
0: Vision's d- power set is he could face through either of those characters and also mess them well, up.
1: Well, and that's just it. So the Vision is the one character that actually, I mean, he outclasses everyone. So maybe we could have seen more of it, but I thought they did do a pretty good job in his conflict with Wanda and he's distracted.
0: Yeah, I would have liked to see that in that scene. You would like to see more of that, yeah. I understand. You know, because because he does. I mean he disappears for a lot of that scene. Yeah. And it's keep in mind that scene gives us Goliath. And that fucking sequence yeah. is so surprising giant, giant man and I got to say Marvel Disney marketing thank you because that is such a pop moment that you could have put into a trailer. Yeah. And the fact that it, you didn't give it a, put it, it in the trailer. It, 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 I'm sure it'll I'm
1: sure it'll be in a trailer this week.
0: I lost my damn mind. Yeah. when he said uh, when he did that, I was like, "What's he gonna do? Is he gonna is he gonna shrink? What's he gonna do?" And then all of a sudden, he enlarges to the, the, over the sides of the plane, and you're the, like, "Oh my god!" The
1: unfortunate is... reality is there were clues because of the toys these days. Sure. There are clues out there. Right. And I had avoided it. I didn't see it, but it had been mentioned to me. Oh my god, me, but dude. It was so great.
0: This that that this fight scene is. So much fun, and again, it was something that I anticipated as giving me a fatigue going into the movie. I was like, okay, they're gonna be fighting each other, but it's not gonna matter. The What about Spider-Man's scene, line? Oh, they're not slowing down. The fight scene is so fucking awesome, and we, I, I can't, I don't even have, think I have the time on this episode to give you the fucking love letter for oh, yeah. Tom Holland that I, you know, you guys have listened. To, if you have listen to the show for a long time and you guys heard my review of the The Impossible, you know I'm a Tom Holland fanboy for years, and then this kid playing the greatest superhero of all time is my dream come true and he did not disappoint down to the queen's accent uh, and the queen's brooklyn stuff is brilliant but um again going back to the vision if we see wanda in danger and the vision wanting to uh wanting to maybe uh interfere but he's chosen a different side or you see wanda starting to go off the rails with her power set and he wants to interfere. Like I, I didn't. I, I lost vision for large parts of that that fight, and he's somebody who could easily have turned the tide in any way. And even if it's like Paul Bettany is like one of the greatest actors there is. So just seeing his quandary in that moment would have kept him in that narrative instead of losing him for large patches I, I of think,
1: time. I think I have to watch it again. But I think that the way you have to look at that scene is. um you know, they move to you know the different yeah, fights, yeah. and you have to view them as simultaneous. Yeah, yeah. So See, where's he? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, there's not as much time happening there Got it, yeah. as what's on yeah, screen. Yeah, No,
0: no. The, mm-hmm. And that lesson—that less, the yeah. point. A sequence that's ten minutes is really just two. But right. it, yes, yeah, these five simultaneous things. Uh, you know what? That guys, that is my argument with the movie. What I just told you about the vision in one scene. It was my argument With the movie I thought this movie Was so incredibly impressive And progresses The Marvel Universe So much With the Peggy Carter stuff The Tom Holland uh, stuff The Wakandan stuff The Wakandan father son stuff Because d- d- you know so Something's happening I'm well, just like what, There's what, so well, much depth As you movie. said There's
1: so much family stuff Going on in this movie Look you know We knew back In The Winter Soldier um, That she was going to be Sharon Carter yes. Right That, that uh, yeah. Emily Van Camp Was going to be Sharon yes. Carter um, And we I, love her yeah, and it was interesting because you know Agent Thirteen, like, so we knew, and it was it was very interesting. It's like, oh, they didn't actually say it, you know. You we weren't sure, and, and this this was the perfect way, you know.
0: Um, and, and they're they're using aspects of the Captain America's death storyline uh, in treating her with, and they're they're doing it now in the books after the fallout of like the Pleasant Hill stuff, where Maria Hill is very much. Right. Like on trial for what she's done in the Marvel universe, in the in the comics, guys, uh, you know they they created a prison with a cosmic cube where they basically retrofitted villains into thinking they're everyday societal members, society members and contributing members of society. And slowly, the like locks, you know, the mental locks, start falling into place, and the villains, starting with Zemo, start figuring out, oh, I'm not just a normal guy working in society; I'm a super villain. And then all of a sudden, shit starts hitting the fan. And who do we all point to? Maria Hill, who decided it. So Sharon Carter's now kind of working her way into becoming the director of Shield, I think. I don't see it that way. But she's a CIA. Shield is. But um, but Sharon Carter's role in the whole Cap death sequence and this and that, like she's very much like on the guys. I'm not supposed to be doing this. I very much could lose my job, but I got to. Get you guys the information So you guys can be The heroes you are And the Sharon stuff Is amazing in this movie I I, I love her Yeah I I
1: see it as just that You know We saw in Winter Soldier Is Because look Before the HYDRA reveal Happens She's already made a decision I'm not Going up against Captain America Yeah You know That's where My aunt used to talk to him Talk about him And that's just it When you you have the reveal Even though We comic fans Watching Winter Soldier Knew when you have the reveal that, okay, she's Peggy's niece, she grew up knowing about Captain America, I mean... It's, and she's Sharon Carter. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know, of course, that that that's where she ends up.
0: And as good as that scene is where they ultimately kiss, the best part of that scene isn't even that. It's, can you move your seat up?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) The Bucky
1: Sam stuff is awesome. It's so it's so so funny. The two people who in the
0: book inherit the Captain America mantle in the movie are awesome. And in fact,
1: in the comics, that they we just had a a great scene between them, just acknowledging that the fact that these are the two these are Cap's Two best friends from different eras in his life, and to see them interact, and and that's just it. There's really just so much going on in that scene, you know. One
0: line. Yeah. To go back to like how good the Russo brothers are. One line, right? And you're like, I mean, that that was the highlight of the movie for Laura, and Laura loves the movie. Yes, that movie, that I mean, guys, that's great writing. Absolutely. And I don't even know if that's improv or what, but that was fucking awesome. So,
1: so, so let's go back to this. I mean, first of all, um, what I'm about to discuss is talking about the VFX of this, which I understand was one of the most difficult things in the movie to do. But beginning of the movie, seeing Robert Downey Jr. young, and he's exactly. Exactly yeah. what he used to look like through CGI. Yeah, I mean it's Robert like Downey Jr. from like yeah, yeah. Weird Science. Yeah, you know it's yeah it's like whoa, like it's perfect.
0: Yeah, but it was also great in Ant Man when you saw that with the, with, the, with Michael Douglas and yeah, no, great, they, they, but... they've been doing a great job with that. But oh. it's it just uncanny. I was un, I was unprepared for how good that was. Yeah, yeah,
1: and and I have to say that. Well, first of all. Um, I mean, I think going into the movie, I suspected they were going to do that, so for me, I don't know about you, I, I instantly was like, okay, well, clearly, Winter Soldier killed Howard
0: Stark. You, you were thinking of that when you were seeing that sequence? Absolutely. You, when you saw the 1991 plot line? As soon line, as I saw
1: 1991, I thought, okay, well, Winter Soldier's about to kill Howard Stark. Okay.
0: And then they waited till later to show that that happened. And Howard Stark's an Ant-Man? Yes. He's in that scene with Michael Douglas? Yes. Okay, so he was fresh on your mind? Yeah. Okay, so you saw that
1: coming? No, I I, I knew that yeah. he was involved in Shield and everything.
0: Okay, so for Man me, Man. like that that revelation of I'd almost forgotten the whole Howard Stark stuff. By the time I got okay. to that scene where Bucky sees the video at the end, and I was like, I yet again in the course of three hours applaud you yet again Russo brothers, because this movie never felt long, and you could say that the you can think that the highlight that the pinnacle of this movie is the fight at the airport. Mm-hmm. There's still thirty minutes left. Maybe twenty, but yeah, and it and it does not feel like a fourth act. No, it felt great. Yeah, and then again, it felt very like, much personal. It, yet again, to cap, and it takes it back as, to as being you said a Captain before. It's
1: a long movie. I guess the end, and you look, like, that's it. Why is it ending? Yeah, no, <laughs> I could have. I want more. And, Isn't that crazy? D- don't, don't stop. How dangerous do you think that is? It's <laughs> insane. <laughs> that one insane. So 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 going back to that scene. So so first of all, question because I've only seen it once, and so. We initially see Bucky take what his packages, which is...
0: The, the, yeah, so, the Icy Huts.
1: Yeah, so the Icy the Huts icy that huts. are blue, so are they, are, they're a version of the Super Soldier Serum, and yeah. that's what they put in, into the, the other Winter Soldiers, right?
0: That are in the, the Siberian silo, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what that was. And obviously you think that Zemo wants an army of those things, Absolutely. and Zemo says, no, I don't want any more of you, because Cap, you are what killed my family. Right. Such a fucking great surprise. Brilliant twist. So awesome. When you show up, you think that Cap and Bucky and Iron Man are going to, to, and and, uh, T'Challa are going to end up having to fight super soldiers. I was like, oh, this is going to be some fucking badass shit. And you get there, and Zemo's gone another way. He said, no, I've killed all these super soldiers. I have to remove them from the board because these dangers need, to be destroyed and which, w- which mind you Is, is
1: exactly s- what, the, what the World government is saying And it it's so consistent In a different way With
0: his character but, He's no, like but, if you guys Didn't exist My family would still be alive but, So I'm not going to allow These super soldiers to exist And, 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 and if anything I'm going to have you guys Discover this So you can kill each other and, But in fact What's
1: really interesting What's so smart About this movie is You actually have the bad guy and the world government Who
0: we theoretically would. The good
1: guys They actually have The same goal
0: Yeah Right <laughs> Zemo's the shit and I mean that, that Zemo's he, the shit. He's actually shutting them down. I think Zemo is awesome, and I think he's awesome in this movie. And when he moves forward in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he ultimately pulls that that cap over his face, <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking stand up and applaud, man. Because well, 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 so, Zemo, Zemo wins.
1: So, so that's another interesting thing that you know. Um, and I, I he's I, more of a I,
0: manipulator I, than l- Loki l- was. L- let me
1: say this: I, I I don't intend to go off on a big tangent going into Batman vs Superman, but. Something I thought about watching this movie that Zack Snyder had said in regards to Batman v Superman and the, the absolute ridiculousness of how he just killed Jimmy Olsen, we've talked about it before, um, but what I was thinking to myself is that, all right, so you have this giant playing field and there's only so many stories they can do and so, so they killed the Crossbones so you know, right. pretty quickly.
0: And Marcus you know? McFeely also, wrote, I mean, they wrote the script. So, like, as much as I'm, like, praising the, the Russo brothers, I think those two screenwriters... Absolutely, absolutely. No, like, and, 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 and they did win a
1: soldier, absolutely. Yeah, this is so, a step up from all of it. So, so my point is that, like, you just made reference to Zima pulling the mask on. Maybe we'll get that, maybe we won't, but though I suspect probably not. Right. Okay, point being that in the comics, you know, so many of these characters have such a rich history of so many years... And, you know, even minor villains recur often. Mm-hmm. And in these movies, I think, like, you know, literally one of my friends said, oh, my God, I can't believe they killed crossbones like that. I was like, well, honestly, you've now had crossbones in, have a major role in two movies. Yeah. Like, you're not getting any more crossbones.
0: What do you want them for? Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is he's still around in the comics running around.
0: I will admit, though, that there's a, a part of me that, wishes, that hopes that somehow Zola got into the Internet yeah like I want Zola I no, want more Toby Jones Zola like, no it was great <laughs> it was awesome but, but, but again yeah
1: you had Zola in the first Captain America and the second one right. how much Zola do you need in these movies yeah. I mean that's p- paying pretty great you know service to this character mm-hmm. so you know so that, that's an I, interesting I, thing I would
0: still like the, the Red Skull I, absolutely But and we I only see, had him in yeah. one movie it would have been and, awesome. he's a, and he's a major character It would have been so. pretty sweet If Robert Redford had peeled his skin off And been the Red Skull and, That would have been great In Winter Soldier That would have been great Might have been but, too cheesy but, but it would have been fucking But
1: especially awesome. considering The Hydra aspect of it yeah. all That would have been he great He peels his
0: head mask off And, it's like, and
1: by the way and, and that actually would have Really held true to the comics Right You know It's that, the kind of thing That's, that's the one, that's the 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 one thing times. I
0: wanted the most out of Winter Soldier was like, I agree. Robert Redford's character being Red Skull and being like, "Oh, by the way, I've been with you the whole time.
1: Congrats." But, but there's an argument to be made that that's just a little bit too convenient comic totally. book. Totally, to have it just be this, the character that you already knew totally. as opposed to just being someone else with, their, with you know maybe someone but their own motivation. Yeah, it would have shrunk the world a bit. Exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. So, so coming back to that that flashback scene, you know, at the beginning of the movie, um, for me. And again, a place that the movie did something unexpected. I felt that they introduced this interesting idea. So this is Tony's presentation at MIT, we find, as they back up. You know, initially, you know, you're thinking it's really more about the the flashback, but you end up seeing these are Tony's memories. And he says something very interesting to me. He says he spent $611 million to basically come up with something that's for his own therapy, to deal with, with past, you know, with memories that are causing trauma. And... The connection I instantly made in my mind, in, in a lesser movie, well, actually, I should say, in a movie that wasn't a franchise, that would have paid off in therapy for The Winter Soldier.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. And, uh, A lot
1: of people have said it to me. It's like, really? I didn't see that. It's like, well, I, I felt like that's exactly where yeah, I expected Tony, that to go.
0: Tony could have used that technology for Bucky. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and so, that's obviously,
1: where the movie ends, they haven't come together. Right. So that doesn't happen. Right. You know? Um, similarly, you know, when the movie ends and actually, it's it's actually in the tag, Mm -hmm. you know, when a soldier's arm's been ripped off, now you see him in Wakanda and you just think, oh, he's going to give him the arm, which I'm sure they are going to do, but but they're going to give him a new arm. Yes. But instead they just freeze him because it's what they're going to do, but they didn't do it yet. Also similarly, and referencing the comics. Are they going to give
0: him a new arm or are they going to give him a new claw? No, they're gonna need. I know, but but, but, but I know what you're doing. Do do, do you think Winter Soldier plays into the Black Panther movie? Well, I hope so. With the Claw being the villain, Uh,
1: I hope so. I mean, I hope freezing him in Wakanda means that we get him. Right. You know, in Black Panther, Um, the other thing that's actually important. So, you know, at the the end of the movie, Cap walks away, leaves the shield, um, and Falcon. You know, they got him out of jail, but they sure they don't have their weapons. Well, you know, in the comics, T'Challa, Black Panther, actually designs. More modern wings for yeah. Falcon, right? Um, you know, did it? I think it was in uh, the Busick run of Avengers. Okay, but it's it, it's you yeah. know in the two thousands, which mm-hmm. is you know you know more recent anyway. So um, so I mean I think that's all it's all there. We don't even need to see it; it can be so implied. Like T'Challa
0: but, but, can be the, the, the person that Tony was in, in well, endorsing well, this. Well, I, well that's, and that's know.
1: exactly something that goes on in the comics. It's usually it's either Tony or T'Challa. Yeah, you know, that does it or once De- and or, Reed or, or,
0: or Deadpool. Well, that, <laughs> that's what's going that, on now. That, that's now, yeah. yeah. But but you know, but it'll ultimately be Peter one day, but they're, or they're, Iron Fist. Yeah, <laughs> there are well, a lot of billionaires. Well, you're talking around. about the money, but know, actually the, know. The, the
1: tech know-how. Yeah, you know. Um, but um, so th- that that I thought was very interesting. But anyway, I, I what I was saying in regards to the flashback, not having right. that that paid out in this movie. It's it's very much acknowledging the franchise of it all. Yeah. And I I think that was kind of interesting. Were
0: you left hanging, is what you're saying? Um,
1: It's not hanging because it's just, look, going into this movie, at the end of Winter Soldier, you know, you have that that little tag of Bucky in the museum. You think, okay, he's remembered everything, now he's good. So for a second, I was like, oh, he's not quite there? Right. Like, but you know what? That's realistic. I like the idea of, you know, and then it's it's coming back to him and and the programming, you know, gets, you know, Enacted again, and you Zemo know,
0: says the magic words again. yeah
1: yeah, because it, it he's conditioned, mm-hmm. and that's actually consistent with when a soldier he starts getting his memory back, and then he gets reset.
0: one question, why did Zemo allow for the individual in the bathtub to be found
1: because that was part of his yeah. plan
0: to get Tony there to get Tony there, got it, okay,
1: literally, I was sitting in the movie, yeah, and, and I was like, and, why would, and yeah. Ju- my our friend Justin yeah. know, was like, "Why, why would he do that? It doesn't make sense." Yeah, why didn't he? Just and afterwards, I said, I said, because we thought we knew what the plan was."
0: Yes, yeah.
1: If the plan was to army actually have the army, it's, yeah, then you don't want to leave any clues. Yeah. No, his whole point was to let them get there. He was luring mm-hmm. them. Yeah, and it was it was a very clever, subtle. You
0: win, Marcus McFeely. You yes. win. The movie's good. Yeah, um, beyond good. Yeah, and my danger, Geekscapist, is that this thing just turns into a giant praise fest. But the movie's that good, and um, it's it's really hard to talk about in a, any kind of critical way because th- to me, this is the best Marvel movie. And um, one thing I can do, playing here with Gene, and we've kind of done it before or already, or is like, how does this affect? Does it affect Guardians Volume Two at all? No. Okay. And
1: And by the way, when we talk about the tags at the end, Yes. No Thanos. No Thanos. But, you know, I was going to say, we don't get another gem, but we do have conversation about Vision's gem. Absolutely. The mind
0: gem. The mind gem is a huge part of this movie as Mm -hmm. far as Vision's concerned. And uh, he talks about it and he talks about controlling it or learning how to control it and you think, oh, this could go dark for Vision, Mm -hmm. which I love. Um, I'm only going to raise the the, uh, conversation about Guardians Volume 2 Because we get that Before Infinity War mm-hmm. So That Well we should Yeah that, Well it's scheduled to be
1: Yeah but I'm so, saying we're, st- right. we're still setting up The Thanos of it all Right So and, th- 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 and, that, that movie Is very important
0: So the Thanos of it all May be Like the not Like the lack of a Thanos In the post credits For this movie May just be We should have had a, a Thanos Quite a bit of Guardians Yeah but Guardians I'm saying, Volume but, 2 Might be the, the setup For Infinity War That's what I'm saying Yeah I think we're both saying that's, that's that. It. Yeah, that's um, absolutely the case. Okay, so Scott Lang was in that prison, the raft, at the end of this movie. How does this set up Ant-Man and the Wasp?
1: Well, that, that's why I'm wondering what we get in Black Panther. Right. Is Ant-Man and the Wasp going to be up before Infinity War or after it? Not sure. I think it's after it.
0: It's pretty awesome. I'm yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Uh, Scott Lang was, I mean, obviously we talked about the Giant Man stuff. Love it. But oh, so
1: good. He had to, well, well, he had well, to well, share the Iron man but what about the Iron Man stuff? About what, yeah. Ant-Man jumping into the armor was, was awesome. awesome. Yeah. I mean, because literally that's one of the things about the, the design of the cinematic Iron Man suit is vents. Yeah. yeah. You know? that you know.
0: Yeah. So he can yeah. get in. And Ant-Man takes Iron Man out, which is awesome. We've already seen him take the Falcon out, and, which and, is great.
1: And yet at the same time, then Iron Man flushes him out. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's just great. And he pulls another trick. I'm bigger than all of you. Yep. You know? It would have been cool to see Vision then, where where it's like, okay, well, if they're gonna do Giant Man, I have no quandary with involving myself at this point because, like, he really takes over for a while. Uh, one question. Well, he we did phase through him. Yeah. One question. Oh, you're right. You're right. One question. Um, the believability of a nerd growing up in Queens, not knowing Hoth, Come on that kid knows how No, he
1: he did know it. <laughs> he goes that old no, movie. His rep, so he knew it. Yeah, he goes, his that reference old movie. is that it's an old movie. He's seen it. He knows the movie, but uh, look, think maybe, about maybe does what he's saying. No, levels. that's not even that. Yeah. He's 15 years old, so he's just acknowledging, "Well, I'm a big geek, so I've seen this movie, but he doesn't have the perspective to know if these other people. Hey, do yeah. you guys know this movie? Because it's an old movie. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. You know,
0: it's just it, 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 its a kick in the balls, dude. That movie—that was so fucking funny. It, it was great. But
1: literally, what he's saying is, I know this movie. I'm a giant geek. I'm too young to really know what everyone else's life experience right. is. So I just know it's an old movie. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not. I don't, I'm too young to have perspective, but I like it. He was awesome. He was awesome. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, just speaking about how great this movie is, as a, a total geek fest. there's a Star Wars call out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like every geek
0: in the world, oh,
1: how do you fight the big thing when you're
0: small? Well, you trip them up like on yeah. Hoth. Yeah. I mean, awesome. <laughs> it's pretty fucking great. Pretty awesome. Um, okay, so we got that. Uh, this Inhumans thing bothers me because you and I are caught up on S.H.I.E.L.D. We're watching yes. S.H.I.E.L.D. The Cree involvement on S.H.I.E.L.D. is pretty heavy at this point.
1: I mean, literally, when I saw the, the blue packets, I was yeah. like, is it Cree is blood, uh, you know? But stuff, it yeah. seems like. But they, they, they do try not to do that because, I mean, the production schedule of TV versus features is very different.
0: How do we... You know, what's going to go on with this Inhumans thing? Ian, explain it to us.
1: Well, so, when we talk about the show, you know, we've had the Inhumans on the show for a while, and now the fact that the Inhumans is off the schedule... You know, which is a little bit upsetting. Yeah, Yeah. the film. Um, You know, what they're saving. You know, the Inhumans were originally introduced in the comics as it's the royal family, and then ultimately you get only recently do you actually really see much of other Inhumans. Right. You know, um, post Inhumanity, and even with that, it's really more about what they call the new humans, the Inhumans that have recently been created because the Terrigen's all over the Mm -hmm. place, which they've done in the show. Um, I think what they've done a good job of in the movie is this acknowledgement that, hey, guess what? There are all these other people out there. Mm-hmm. They don't actually have to call out that it's, it's because of the show or whatever else, but superpowers are popping up. I actually love that this movie has a macro view of the MCU, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and actually gives us that this is happening in real time. Right. They actually say it's been 8 years since Iron Man came along. And it's, it's Vision's monologue when he talks about, you know, what's happened. He talks about it as escalation. It's interesting because what we've discovered, you know, particularly, well we, we we've seen it actually in the movies right away at the end of Iron Man. You know, Nick Fury shows up, did you think you were the only one? Mm-hmm. This is a bigger world. This is just our introduction to it through Tony Stark. But Stuff's been going on. And if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you come to realize that stuff's been going on for
0: a long time. Right, And of course, like Ant-Man and Agent Carter lends itself to that. Well, I'm
1: saying, we've seen that throughout all of it. You know, We've seen Peggy Carter and the founding of S.H.I.E.L.D. and they were doing stuff exactly. Ant-Man, he was doing stuff for years. Um, Thor. Yeah. You know, this stuff's been around a long time. Do, Do people know about it or not? You know, but it's been there. Right. It's been around. So, um, I, th- I think that's, that's something that, you know, you have to recognize that there's this bigger world here. The difference is that up until now, I was going to say it's more secret. It's actually not so much about that. When you think about it in the context of Thor, it's that humanity wasn't in a place in terms of world governments and powers and abilities and the ability to actually do something about things like this. You know, you, you talk about things like the internet and just technology in general and how it's made it a smaller world. Well, everyone's aware of what happens. You know, if there was a disaster thousands of years ago that Asgardians caused, people just would have thought, oh, it's a natural disaster happened. Right. You know, so, so that's sort of the macro of, of what we're seeing, you know, to put it in real world terms. You know, in, in, in those real world terms, you know, with governments having abilities now, I mean, one of the great things, I've said this before, one of the great things that they've done um, in the movies in general, and in particular, I thought, in the pilot agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was this idea that suddenly you have all this technology... You know, you have these super soldier serums. You have ch- Chitauri uh, technology running around, yeah. and integrating this all together. I
0: guess they, I guess all they collected
1: all of that. Yeah, well, that, that, that's, yeah. What, that's what they've been doing consistently. Right. And you know, you see that in, in Avengers too. You see that in this movie that other people they scavenge the technology and they use it. Right. The bad guys are using it. You know, something I thought that was very, very clever um, in, in the first Avengers is this idea of, oh yeah, here's this weapons. Well, we need a power source. Right. You know, so the Tesseract, you know, like, yeah, this technology has to work with an energy that we didn't actually have. And the have.
0: Tesseract is now in Vision's head, or is it the Tesseract? Um, that became the mind gem in Avengers 2, in the, y- the creation of Ultron. Did they use the Tesseract for the creation? No, no, the Tesseract the, it, the
1: Asgardians have.
0: The Asgardians have. Yeah. Okay. And the Red Skull got... The Red Skull had it. Had it. Got, lost got it. Got shot in this wherever. Right. Okay, the mind gem came from... The thing in Vision's head in 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 age, of, in age came Ultra. from Loki's staff. Loki's staff, which was which, all, which was a separate gem. It was a yeah, separate gem. Which, by the way, that was I, the Mind Gem. I happen to think that was the Mind Gem.
1: That's my biggest problem with Avengers at the first movie. Thanos would never hand Loki one of the gems. Right. Doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me in the in the overall view of Thanos mm-hmm. collecting the gems? I
0: thought that was a little like wait what. You just gave him the mind gem like that. Yeah, why?
1: Why? Right. He's just—he's barely even your minion. Why? Why to subjugate Earth? What? What is that about?
0: Right. Okay. You know? So the mind gem that is a vision with Loki's staff. The cosmic cube is the cosmic cube. Um, the we, have, we haven't yeah. no, yeah. we haven't seen all of them yet. No, we haven't seen all of them. I think the Eye of Dr. Agamotto Strange. is probably going to be the
1: sole gem in Doctor right. Strange.
0: Okay, and then the one in uh, the one in Guardians was the. power, wasn't it? Sure. Let's go Um,
1: with that. I suspect, you know, and we'll probably get one more in in the other gardens movie, because that's going to be more Thanos-centric. Right. Um, But, anyway, the point is that, you know, looking at at the whole world, you know, and what they're doing, and I I think it's very smart. So, it's the modern times, you know, and governments have power, and they have technology and all that, and so they're actually going to, you know, people are aware of all these things happening, and they're looking to address it. So, I I think it's very clever. Um, As I said earlier... It's interesting, you know, post-Civil War in the comics, the new Avengers was a comic that spun out of, it was, you know, the team yeah. of Avengers that were anti the Registration Act. And so they've now set this team up. So I'm wondering, do we get that in Black Panther? You mm-hmm. know? I'm not sure I wanted that, but I mean, I expect Black Panther to be its a own Black movie. love Black Panther movie, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean,
0: where do we see what they're doing mm-hmm. is the question. Yeah, you know? it's almost like the, the Black Panther movie should... I mean, obviously, the obvious choice is like the Reggie Hudlin run, where like they first yeah. came on the book and did the. Well, by the, the way,
1: clock. and we get Everett Ross in this yeah. movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so again, to, for the listeners, um, Everett Ross is a character that was actually introduced in uh, in Christopher Priest's run mm-hmm. on Black Panther, which is a great run. Um, and I actually think like Black Panther had had some runs previously. They had him as a teacher in right. the 70s for a while, it didn't really make any sense, but, um, but when he really got noticed, is just having his own book, it was actually popular. And that's Go the
0: ahead, character that, um, that Martin Freeman plays. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, so now that they have this character, so in the comics, the way they introduced him is, he's a State Department official who becomes, he calls Black Panther the client, right? because he, he comes to America, and he's a liaison, and it's pretty much, the child does whatever he wants, mm-hmm. and so it's Ross is just trying to deal with it. Right. So the fact that they have in this movie, I mean, again, it's this movie is so set up the Black Panther movie. I mean, like he has to be in the Black Panther movie. That'd be awesome. Well, it's Martin Freeman's hilarious. It? It, it's literally yeah. the the only reason you have that character and you make him that character right. is because you're going to see him again. Right. So yeah. So you know, that's what I want a Black Panther movie. I, I think a Black Panther movie. You know, if we get some of these characters, it's cameos, Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but yes, I would love. Look, it could easily say, you know, the other Avengers with with Cap are off somewhere, sure. you know. And would it be awesome to just do Winter Soldier in it? Would it Would be awesome,
0: right? And you then know? you have Claw. Any circus is. By like, the way, yeah. look,
1: Tony has the technology. T'Challa can get it and use it. Right. If you don't want to make it about you know Tony and the Winter Soldier coming together, one of the things I want to say in the movie that I actually really liked, um, it's one thing you know you have Tony he had issues with his father. It's mm-hmm. flat out called out at the beginning of the movie, you know, they know that it's all about, uh, you know, it wasn't really Bucky, it was brainwashed, but when Tony sees what he sees at the end there, and it's so, it's perfect, and I have to say this today, we're recording this on Mother's Day, it's, he killed my mom. Yeah. You know? It doesn't matter.
0: What, it was brainwashed, not brainwashed? It doesn't matter. He killed my mom. I'm going to kill this fucker. Does it trouble you that both this movie and Batman vs. Superman boiled down to Mother issues. I literally
1: turned to, to a, a friend of ours, and as soon as he said that, I, was like, I went, Martha. Yeah. You know? Uh, no, it doesn't bother me. By the way, I love it as a meme. It's a great joke, the Martha thing, but I'm actually not as critical about that. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a great joke. Suddenly it changed, but no, in that moment, he recognized Superman as human in Batman v. Superman. Yeah. You know, I'm fine with that. Does it bother me? doesn't bother me, because it's real. Right. Guess what? Most people either have mommy issues or daddy issues, and especially <laughs> when you're putting on a costume and beating the shit out of people,
0: you probably, you know, you yeah.
1: probably have one or the other.
0: You probably have both. Yeah. Yeah. You're pro- you're pro- or pro- both. You probably got some fucked up shit going so, on.
1: But, so the reason I'm calling out what I liked about it is, well, clearly Tony has his daddy issues. I mean, that's seeming yeah. what you think has defined everything, and it has. He doesn't have mommy issues. He has daddy issues. So daddy issues are confusing. Yeah. Mom, it's very clear. Mommy was supportive. He killed my mom. <laughs> That's not about, there's not even a question there. Right. There's nothing to think about. Right. That's not a mommy issue. Good That's, point. he killed my mom. Yeah. I'm going to kill him. Yeah. So, I, actually, for me, I loved that. I love that it's not, you know, the dad thing, well, dad was, you know, involved in S.H.I.E.L.D. and I had issues with dad and I killed him and, I'm, you know, you want to even get into Oedipus Complex of it on some level. I wanted to kill my father, you know, that kind of sure. thing. Fine, you know, but mom, if that takes that's the that's next level shit. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: that's not okay. Yeah, you know there's there's nothing there's no coming back from. He killed my mom.
0: We'll see going forward.
1: I mean, honestly, there doesn't need to be. Other yeah. than I, as I said, I felt that that technology's there. that's almost like they've set up the olive branch, right? right. I, I felt at the end of the movie, Tony has no intention of hunting them. You know that's why he, as he said he would, he he's got the cell phone. He can look. I'm saying, and 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 Ross calls and he puts him on hold like he said he was gonna. He's not doing it, and he he knows whether he knows. Well, actually, I do think he knows he's been manipulated. Right. Did it matter in the moment? It didn't. But he knows. He gets it. It's not the right thing. They were in the right, and you know, Bucky's not the villain.
0: Steve almost signed until Steve realized that that Wanda Wanda, was being. Held prisoner. Well, 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 Steve well, almost signed. Well, well, they played him well because
1: yeah. he's Bucky. Right. You know? He did. But in that moment, that, that brought home the
0: issue. I love how Steve almost signed because it was just really damn good writing again.
1: Well, again, and I said to you before the movie started, I said, you know, in the comics it's very clear. It's about, you know, the individual rights and conscripting people and all that. But in this, just watching the was it's like, you know, it's hard to say whose side you're on. Yeah. You know, going into it, you understand... The perspective of, all right, the, these things need to be controlled a little bit. And the punch you in the perfect, perfect
0: teeth line that I never really agreed with in the trailers was handled so much better like so in the much movie. better. It's Because so in, mo- in the movie, in the trailers, I was like, well, that's fine. It, it just seemed like where, it's resentment. That's not where the line goes, I think, because mm-hmm. that doesn't seem like a nice response to what he just said. And then watching the movie, I was like, you and, guys are doing great. <laughs> and by the
1: way, even when they get into the stuff again about, you know, oh, Howard and, and all of it, and, and, and again, as I said a few minutes ago... Tony has his daddy issues, his resentment, and and Cap actually encapsulates a lot of them Mm -hmm. because he looks at Cap and it's, this is, oh, all I ever heard from my father, who I had major issues with, is Cap, 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 Cap. It's like his daddy issues are right in his face all the time. Yeah. You know? It's, oh, you're right about everything. You know better than everything. You know? That's what that is for him. It's awesome. You know? And, and, And it doesn't actually feel like it's a retread at all when it comes up again. Right. It's like that's there. That's that that that's fundamental. Mm-hmm. That that you know their clash is going to happen. You know, I, I started saying before that I was worried going into this movie that uh, it hadn't been earned. But what I actually like is that as soon as they acknowledge that this is all happening in real time, I feel a little differently about that. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? It's eight years since Iron Man's been around. Um, Cap. And Tony now know each other. Uh, what Terrible is it? Years. Five, six years? Yeah. I think it's five years. Sure. Um, just because we haven't seen everything doesn't mean that it's not there. I mean, because you know, in the trailers, you know, it's like, oh, you know, the whole line of, oh, you know, I thought we were friends. Mm-hmm. You know, well, guess what? They know each other a while. Mm-hmm. It, it's not.
0: It, it works.
1: No, that, that line never troubled me in the movie. In the, I in was the just movie. worried, like you know, it was only a couple of things. You know, it's not like in the comics, yeah. it's years and years was like of working Tony. together.
0: Tony you can have multiple friends you can have friends for different reasons
1: right right but it's but but Tony Stark is egocentric enough that it's you're taking a stand against me look same thing it's great Falcon feels so completely upset and guilty about Rhodey and comes in and again great direction Mm -hmm. where he's walking over oh is he okay and Tony just picks the gauntlet and shoots him right it's like just fuck you
0: right even though it was Vision's fault
1: doesn't matter. Right.
0: Right. Um, Ian. By the way, what? again,
1: another great thing, speaking of that these guys and the hurt feelings and all this has happened, you know, little nod to that Spider-Man scene at the end, okay, after the credits yeah. with Aunt May, where she says, oh, Peter has a black guy and what happened? You know, oh, you know, who did it to you again? Oh, it was this guy, Steve. This guy from Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. You know? It's like, yeah, oh, no, you know, I gave back, to you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, no guys, the movie's really damn good It's probably my favorite movie so far this year I, I have to quantify that Zootopia is fucking amazing Zootopia and The Jungle Book are amazing But this movie, hey It scratched that itch that I've wanted since I, to have scratched since I was 12 Well exactly And again, going into the movie Was kind of like, this may be more of the same. It's not more of the same. It's way better. And we were hopeful,
1: as you said, that Batman v Superman was going to really take care of that itch. And there's a minute in that movie. I mean, you know, we both we saw that that together too. We came out, that third act, to see the Trinity on screen. It's like, oh my God, look at that. Mm -hmm. And and it it was okay. But this, this is just absolutely incredible. Pretty impressive. You know, that's the one thing that when you got to the first Avengers... And there it was. There they are on screen. Yeah. And it's so exciting. And this just ups it so much. Honestly, for as, as slow as Avengers 2 is, the opening of Avengers 2, there cool. they are fighting it. It's awesome. They're a team. Yeah. And they're working together. And it's great. And this, every step of the way, you know, it takes it to that next level.
0: Yeah. No, this movie's awesome. Uh, are we going to do this again for X-Men Apocalypse?
1: You know, I-, I was not excited about that movie. And then actually in... This movie, seeing the trail, I was like, you know, it might not suck. Yeah, we'll definitely do it again.
0: Dude, all you I, I got to see is new Gene Grey, new Scott Summers, new Nightcrawler. I, you know, and obviously my favorite mutant of all time, Colossus, has already been satisfied with at, Deadpool. Like, I'm excited for the X-Men, guys. At, and I have to say, you know, I don't think they, they
1: should be depending all on one character, but you saw the claws.
0: You saw the claws. You know, because they needed it. He and, needs to show up. And between you and I, I've seen more. Okay. Which is cool. I don't, he's not just a, paw, a a claw shot. Great. Great. There's, he yeah. had to be in it. I'm not saying he's a shit ton of the movie, but yeah. you, you be know, cool. You know,
1: I was disappointed that we weren't going to get cable in this movie. The reality is, initially, uh, Apocalypse, you know, yes. you, you don't get cable. Right. Um, and there's certainly a way, you know, I, I felt, all right, so then you're going to get cable after and you're never going to have that exchange, but... The truth is, via exposition, acknowledging that it came from that is fine. Yeah. you know, I just would have loved a cable pop-up at the end. Well, with but... any of
0: those movies, I have a wait-and-see attitude. I yeah. had a wait-and-see attitude here for Civil War. Everybody was telling me it was great. I was like, I'll wait and see for myself. I saw for myself. I fucking loved it. Can't wait to see it again. And, Ian, we're going to have you back for uh, X-Men Apocalypse. We have to.
1: Yeah. Just a few weeks away.
0: Dude. Uh, Geeks Cabus, see you on the regular show. Love you guys. Uh Give us your feedback. We're around. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all that stuff, okay? Leave a comment on our SoundCloud and let us know uh, what your thoughts were on Captain America Civil War. That was Ian. We'll see you uh, in a few weeks, buddy. Bye.